Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hey, 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 and welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. First off, I just wanted to make sure that you guys have all heard about my brand new website. I've been working closely with an incredible designer. If you want her deets, hit me up. She's amazing, and she works with tons of entrepreneurs. So my new website is laurieirvin.com. You can basically find all of my coaching programs on there, all of my courses, and there's going to be many more coming this year. Plus, I've got a lot of freebies on there, hopefully that you will be interested in to check out and that will help you work your business in a more efficient way because I'm all about efficiency and all about using the time that we have in the best possible way. And I have gotten a lot of questions about working one-on-one with me. So I wanted to let you know that I do have personal coaching packages. If you are already in a network marketing business and you want just kind of some one-on-one focused strategy talk where I can help you iron out any area of your business, that would be the package for you. If you have not yet started a network marketing business and you are looking for one to hop into, you guys know that I have one that I love and and I, that means you get me as your mentor for free. So that is even better. So hit me up if you want to talk about that as well. But today's episode I is something that I can honestly say I did not believe in five years ago, maybe even three years ago, but that has really become a big part of my life now. And I really wanted to see what you guys think on this topic and what experiences you are having. And that is about visualizing and manifesting our dreams and our goals and even just our lives. And what I mean by that is when you want something and you like, you want it so badly that you can see and you can taste it. How do you get yourself there with the power of the mind? And I do think our minds have this incredible incredible power. And I think for most of my life, and I think you probably heard me say this in another episode, I was the kind of person that always kind of went into something knowing the worst case scenario. So I go into a job interview and I'm like, okay, you know what, Lori, let's prepare yourself for not getting that job. What does it mean if we don't get that job? Let's think about like what that will mean, how that will affect us and how I will deal with that. And what I was doing was putting this negative energy out into the universe. And I'm sure a lot of you do that in your own network marketing businesses, right? Like, well, you know, she probably won't say yes to hosting, but I could give it a try and ask her. Well, you know, I don't think she'd probably want to do this business, but I mean, I guess I could like throw up a post and hope that she may see it. And guys, this is the wrong energy to be putting out into the universe. You need to get the universe on your side with the power of your thoughts. And I just want to share a like a little quick story about the house that I'm now living in. It is 
Like it, it is our dream home. And I honestly, it's not like it's this massive mansion on this estate or anything. It's not necessarily anybody else's dream home, but this house is perfect for our family. And it's not to say, so we've been in this house now, when I'm recording this, we've been in this house for about six months and we weren't even necessarily looking this time last year, but we had been looking kind of on and off for about two years. And really what I mean by that is like I got all of the MLS listings. So for those of you not in Canada or in Ontario, I would get like anything that came up on my, in my area because we really wanted to stay in the same area. We love where we are. We love the country and we are like in love with the school that the kids go to. But to stay in this area is not easy because I live in a very small area. So a lot of houses do not come up. So when I say that I was getting these listings and I was just kind of paying attention, we had maybe gone through six houses in two years. So it wasn't a massively active look, but anytime anything came up, I would kind of check it out. And we were in a position where we knew that we were going to need to either do um, a big addition or move because we baby number three was a complete surprise and what we did basically was throw up a wall in our bedroom and call that his room. It didn't have a closet, it didn't have any more room than a dresser and a toddler bed essentially. And at that point he was even just sleeping on a single mattress on the floor because he'd broken that toddler bed and we didn't know what we were doing with our lives yet. So you don't make big investments when you're just not sure. So <laughs> needless to say, his five year old self was probably not going to put up with that for much longer considering what his brothers had. But even, um, I would say that even there was a lot of other elements of that house that weren't ideal and suited to us either, even though we really did love the house and we had been in renovations for over a year. So it was essentially perfect and to our taste because we chose everything and very unique and really high-end finishes and all that. And we put a lot of love into this renovation, but we were still keeping our eyes open. And the reason I put a lot of love into the renovation is because I honestly thought we were going to go the um, addition route. We had had contractors over, we had talked to designers. We were kind of thinking like, there's nothing coming up in our area. And what it came down to for us a lot was price. We had bought our house seven years before when the market was very, very different. And in order to kind of upgrade, it was going to be a massive, massive income change because we just, in order to just even swap our house for something, like I don't know, the, the prices were just insane. So anyways, when the house that I'm in right now came on the market and I got the email, I sent it immediately, like the link immediately over to Wayne. And I said, I think this is the one. And he looked at it um, online and he's like, wow, yeah, this house looks incredible. But Lori, it is so far outside our price zone that, that it is not even funny. And I'm going to have to try and make this story shorter because this is actually a really long story about all the details of this house and why it is mine and why I believe that I made this house mine with my brain. But it was so, guys, it was so far out of reach. It was ridiculous. But I'm like, whatever, I'm going to see it because maybe, because I just kept going back to that listing and my heart kept saying like, this is the house. And I was like, maybe if I go see it, I will see all the things wrong with it and decide that it's not for me. So we, we go see it. And there's this moment, I can remember this feeling that I got when we were standing in the backyard and one has to know that the outside is Wayne's thing and the inside is Lori's thing. But there was this moment in this backyard and there's this beautiful pergola with this like stone little patio thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
Like this just feels right in my soul. And Wayne is like sitting there being like, yes, Lori, like I love this house. Like it's to tick the boxes where something that Wayne and I would totally come together is very, very challenging because I was looking for certain things and he was looking for certain things. And those things were very, very difficult to find together. And it's also to be noted that he really loved the house that we were already in and wasn't quite sure about the move. So he kept saying, Lori, this price is not right. We cannot afford this house. And I honestly, I'm the numbers girl and I do all of our finances. And I knew that that house was not to be ours at that price. And I just kind of kept, we ended up going through the house again about a month later and it was still sitting there. And, um, and every time we went through, I would go home. And what I started doing was I would go home and I would get on Pinterest and I would start designing the house in my brain. And I started painting the walls in my mind. And I started picking out bedrooms for the kids. And I started visualizing my own furniture in that house. And slowly, 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 this house started to just shape, shape in my mind and my heart. And it was literally all I thought about before I went to bed. I could just picture us. I could picture Christmas morning. You guys know how I feel about Christmas. I could picture Christmas morning in that house. I knew exactly where I would put my tree. I could even picture all of my decor, where it was going to go in this house. It's got a fireplace with a mantle, which is something that I've always desperately wanted. And I was picturing myself decorating it for Easter, decorating it for Halloween, decorating it for Christmas. And it was like we were already living there before we had even made an offer. And um, lo and behold, um, I will push comes to shove. I ended up having to change realtors. Um, very long story, but, um, we went to a new realtor and like we said, look, the only way we can make this work, I found our house. She's like, Oh, you already have a house. Yes, we already have a house. The only way we can make it work is if we get this for our house. And it turned out when we went to put the offer in on the house we wanted that lo and behold, this house had been on the market for four or five months and they were getting another offer that weekend. Barely anybody had even been through this house. I just think it was because it was the season and, it was a very high price point and um, they were getting two offers and oh my goodness, <laughs> here is the part that's in brackets that's absolutely going to blow your mind. My old babysitter who I love is, who has become a close friend over the years, sent me a message and said, I don't know where I heard this, but I think I heard that you might be moving. And I said, no, we're not moving um, unless we get this one particular house that we've had our eye on, but it's looking like a very long shot. Um, I don't think it will be ours. And she said, oh, that's so funny. Um, I actually have, my best friend is moving in the same area as you. And guys, this area that I live in is super small, super small. I'm like, oh, what, what street is she on? And she told me the street. And I said, that's my house. That's my house. And I was like, can you send her a message, please? And tell her not to sell to those other people that I want this house, that this house is meant for my family and I. And she literally sent her best friend, a picture of my family, um, and told her what wonderful people we are and that our boys would absolutely love this house and growing up in this house. And for any of you that have a house that you absolutely love and have an emotional attachment to, you probably know that that might sway on you a little bit. But anyways, push comes to shove and they actually didn't end up accepting the other offer, even though ours was lower, they gave us a chance to sell our house. And it was like a 30 day window that they gave us to sell our house. And um, I don't, I'll never know if whether they made that decision because they saw that picture of the boys or because of the, the friendship connection. But I do think that all of it plays such a massive part in how this house was mine. And, um, and it was mine before it was even mine, if that makes sense to you. 
but we had a 30-day window, and I have to tell you that the average house in our area, because it's so small, sits on the market for over 60 days. We ended up selling our house at asking, which is was an unheard of amount. The last realtor had told us that we should list it $200,000 less. We got it for ask, just, just below ask, with no conditions, which is unheard of in Canada and Ontario, and in 14 days. And it and we ended up having to move up this massive moving date, which worked with the original. It was like it was like the heavens opened up, and everything that my like it was like my being made this happen. And I have told so many people, like I don't know how this house became ours, but I know that I did it. Like I know that I manifested this house into becoming our family home. And for the first month that we were there, and Wayne doesn't care about this kind of thing. He's just kind of like a house is a house, whatever. But the first month, he just kept saying to me, Lori, like, I love this house. Like, this is this house is so ours. And it just feels so right. And it really did. And it really still does. And I just have to believe that there's so much power in what you put out into the universe and what your soul believes and what you believe at your core. So if you were to flip that massively long story that I just told you, and actually, this is something that I'm trying to do in my business right now, is what do you believe at your core is meant for you and for your business? Do you have all of these reservations that you're still working through that you can kind of like put out there and put to rest? Do you have limiting beliefs that you're working on? And so many of us do. So many of us have hesitations around believing and achieving success. It's absolutely insane. I'm not sure what more people are more afraid of. Are they more afraid of failure or are they more afraid of success? I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of wishy-washy, right? So I want you to take take a couple minutes, take out a piece of paper and write down all of the limiting beliefs that you have on a piece of paper. And then underneath that one limiting belief, I want you to write the truth. So if the limiting belief is I will never be able to sell $1,000 in a month, I don't know, $10,000 in a month, $100,000 in a month, I want you to change that sentence to I am capable of selling $10,000 in a month. I will sell $10,000 in a month. And I want you to ingest that and internalize that. And I really want you to start to believe that. And whatever sentences you need to say, and you need to say them over and over and over again until you believe them, start every day with those sentences. Start yourself um, a journal where you're manifesting these beliefs to be actually at your core. Because can I tell you that when you have this shift, everything will change. When you believe that you are capable of something, you will be amazed at what happens. So sometimes I will, like, I will literally tell my team, this is what I'm going for this month. There's absolutely like no reason why I should think that I'm capable of doing this, except that I know that I am. And I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there. And I don't know what I'm going to do to achieve this goal, but I know that I'm going to achieve this goal. And I've like, Don't get me wrong, guys, I have failed as many times, if not more than I have succeeded, but there's so many times where I pull off a miracle because I believe that it's possible, because I believe that I'm capable of doing that. And this is something like mindset and visualizing and manifesting your goals is something that you have to work on and come back to every single day. The health of your mind and the strength of your beliefs 
are what will push you towards success. It's what will pick you up after you've failed and get you to try again. Because if you believe that you're going to fail, then every single time that you do, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy and you audit, like you, you go to a different place. You're like, well, you know what? Next time I'm probably not going to try because I've already proven that I probably will never achieve that. That's BS. And that is just you protecting yourself from the vulnerability of having big goals. Because having big goals and putting them out there into the universe is freaking scary. If I told you what I am dreaming about and like visualizing before I go to bed every single night right now, you would like honestly probably splash water on my face and say, Lori, what are you thinking? Why do you think that that's for you? But I, (laughs) and I don't know, but I do. I believe that I can be whatever I want to be as long as I know what those goals are. So your first job is to get out those limiting beliefs. And you know what? Sometimes when, that's why I say write them out because I think there's power in looking at what you've written out and realizing what bullshit it is, right? Like you look at it and you think, why on earth would I ever have thought that in the first place? What, and I, when, after my Carson and I went to a psychologist to work through a lot of kind of the depression issues and the anxiety issues I was struggling with, one thing that she would always say to me was, what proof do you have to believe that? And I'm going to ask you, what proof do you have to believe that you are not capable of selling $10,000? Because I want you to look around you at the company that you're in. Is there anyone else doing it? If there's anyone else doing it, that means you can too. And even if there's no one else doing it, doesn't mean that you can't be a trailblazer and start the trend. But there's this mental shift. I think there's a lot of people that look at other people and they think, Ugh, I could never be her. Ugh, why is she achieving all the things that I wish I could achieve? And they let them get the, that down. They let other people's success break down their like what they're feeling. But for me, what I always look at is what what is out what are other people doing in my company? And I look at that as inspiration. I look at that as motivation. If she can do that, I can too. And it I might not achieve it in the same way that she does. But if one other person is achieving something, then that means I am 100% capable of it as well. Because these businesses are not built on unicorns. These businesses are built on the habits that we do day in and day out and the simple little actions that we take. But really, they are also built on your personal beliefs and your belief in in yourself and the strength of the belief in yourself. So I want you to actually, once you've gotten those limiting beliefs on paper and you've reworked that sentence to be a stronger, confident sentence, put those somewhere that you're going to see them all the time. Um, I had on my phone for a long time, actually, comma, I can. I love that. There's so much strength in that sentence. Actually, I can. Or watch me. Because trust me, I get it. There's so many people out there. I had someone say to me the other day, oh, so you're one of those success stories. As though I'm like this anomaly, as though I broke some kind of like massive... She didn't mean it necessarily to be rude or or whatever. But sure, I'm a success story. But not because I'm any different than anybody else other than the fact that I just keep going and I don't accept failure as the end. 
I accept failure as a challenge to try again. And that is what makes me a success story. And I believe that there can be a million and six other success stories out there if someone wants it enough. And it's really hard to break through um, kind of what people think, but it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks around you, right? It only matters what you think. And that's why I love that statement, actually I can, or watch me. Because you know what? There is power and strength and motivation in looking other, like looking those limiting beliefs in the face and saying, you know what? I'm going to break these down one by one. And I am going to prove to myself and to the world that I am capable of of achieving anything I set my mind out to. And one of the things that I have found so useful is a couple things. Number one, start journaling, start writing it down, start really visualizing and really honing in on what those goals are. Picture how you feel when you achieve those goals. Picture what your life looks like when you're living that next step of your business in your life. What does that look like? And what does that change in you as an entrepreneur? Because you can start actually doing those skills right now. If the next stage means that you start getting up an hour earlier and doing X, Y, Z, maybe you start doing that now. Maybe you hone in on those like bigger leader skills right now. If it means that you start holding monthly meetings for your team, start doing it now. I don't care if you have one person or two two people on your team. You can start holding those meetings and being that leader that you want to be right now. And you guys, if you need anything, I highly recommend working with a personal coach. I did a mastermind um, last year this time. It was a massive, massive eye-opener for me. I had always kind of held my money close to my chest thinking like, uh, this is a these are big investments to make. What right do I have? Um, I can do so much many different things with this business. But there's so many places that I know I would have never gotten in my business if I didn't hadn't worked with someone that had already been there that had like shown the way. And I'm not. This isn't a plea to work with me. There are so many women out there that are fantastic, fantastic business coaches. Find someone that's doing something that you want to do and work with them. Or find yourself a pacing partner, someone that will hold you accountable to your goals and talk to them all the time. Try and find someone that like maybe really compliments you and their goals, but maybe they have different skills than you. So they're good at online, whereas you're good at in person and you can really bounce those ideas off one another. But ultimately you want to find someone that's going to hold you accountable because there's going to be days and maybe more bad days than good in some ways where you're going to need to like really like hold tight to those beliefs and those dreams and those visions and those goals. And you're going to have to have those actually I can moments because there's going to be a lot of moments where you're thinking like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this isn't for me. And guys, I still have them too. And the trick is it's like, it's like a muscle. You got to work past it. You got to push really hard past it. And some days I'm like, this is just not a good day. And then I go to bed and I know that the next day is going to be a better day. And I'm going to get right back to where I am with my mindset. And I'm going to listen. And another one of my best friends is Audible. I hate wasting time driving places, but I feel like I'm doing good when I listen to books in the car. So I listen to personal and business building books. If you need 
any recommendations about books, hit me up. I also have like a full bookcase in my Facebook group that's called Women Supporting Women in Network Marketing with Lori Irvin um, because I believe so, like I have just gotten so much from books and podcasts, of course, right? Like both are so empowering. So you will always hear me listening to something in the car along those or when I go for walks by myself or even when I'm cleaning the house, I just think, if, I, if my brain is idle right now, I might as well be listening to something that like may give me those aha moments. And I've had so many where I've had to like pull over on the side of the road or turn like stop vacuuming or something and just jot something down, send myself an email with an idea or call somebody right then and say, hey, I just had this amazing idea. Do you want to do this with me? So guys, I hope that this was valuable for you. I know it was a really long story to get to my point, but it's this this is this big moment in my life that I truly believe I manifested with my brain and with my heart and with my soul. And I know that if I can do that in my personal life, that I can do that in my business life as well. And I am just kind of getting over one of those big blocks. I've hired a brand new coach that I'm going to be working with. So more on that later, because I'm hoping she'll do a podcast episode with me once we have some aha moments together. But I know that I need some, I need to work with someone to get me to that next level in my business so that you can expect so many things coming from me in the next six to 12 months. I've got, I am laying in my bed every single night with these strong beliefs and this clear vision and this strong kind of thought process about where I want to go in life and in business. And Thank you guys so much for being a part of that journey. I cannot thank you enough. I love chatting with you behind the scenes. I love hearing your thoughts, your ideas, your questions. I love working with you in our Women Supporting Women Facebook group. It's just so incredible what can come of women working together and collaboration over competition because we are all in this together and we are stronger together at the end of the day. Anyways, you guys have a great day. I look forward to chatting at you next week. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.